Ladies and gentlemen, we're back at full force. But before we can jump into the show, as you guys know, Ty's been waiting to come back on the show. Every week he's been like, Nathan, I got hot takes. I got hot takes for when I'm going to get on the show. This hard knocks and Aaron Rodgers, it's all a bunch of propaganda. You got to let me, you got to let me talk. I've been like, no, Ty, you can't talk because last time you were on this podcast, you tried to put out Chris Cody's digits, which would have totally just burned all the boats. So Ty, do you have anything that you would like to publicly say now? Uh, well, it is, uh, it's emotional for me to be back in front of this microphone. I've been away for so long. Some would say unfairly, but I respect, uh, I respect the show's decision to, to suspend me for five months for threatening to put out Chris Cody's phone number, um, as a means to motivate his highlight team to perform better. Uh, I'm not going to say that I should have been allowed to proceed because uh, clearly they did not perform better, and who knows if they would have performed better had I put the phone number out, but that's neither here nor there. I am here to say, Chris Cody, I'm sorry for putting out the first three or four digits of your phone number. I am contrite. I come back a new man, a changed man, and... You know, I just, I can't say enough how happy I am to be back here. It, uh, means a lot. That went over like a wet fart, Ty. I didn't, I didn't believe that at all. Are you being sincere right now? What part of that I didn't apology was not sincere to you, Nathan? What part? How about the last part where you're faking emotion? Whoa, hold on. I'm not faking that emotion. Didn't... I have emotions every single day of my life. Most, most days. Most days I have emotions, Nathan. No, not buying it. Is this is this is what the show has become? Five months <laughs> gone and it's nothing but poop jokes? I remember we used to be a highbrow operation. Let Izzy cover us for a week, and this is what the show happened. God damn. This is what it's become, guys. I'm sorry. And like that, Ty Hodges is back. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. He's back. Boom, boom, Roll boom, the music. boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Just stole your hands up in the air. Oh, oh, baby. Wait I'm not saying like you just don't bye, care. Bye, bye. Oh, oh, baby. He didn't give Chris Cody's number out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now he's back on the show to run his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Is ah. that your chest hair hanging out? Are those some anal beads on your Whoa. neck? Is that nasty Nate? Yeah. I'm singing the Backstreet song, but we're supposed to be dressed up as NSYNC. Yeah, I was I wasn't gonna stop you because you were you were eating, but what was that? Damn. Brian, Roll I'm thinking we need to tell you bye bye bye. Uh play uh. the music. Play the music. Play it now. <laughs>
What up, you fan Levitardians? Welcome back to another episode of the Fan Levitard Show, the fastest growing Dan Levitard Show fan YouTube channel. Have you been getting in on the ground floor of everything, folks? Like my emergency episode. I mean, podcast listeners got it too. YouTube got it too. But you know what the podcast didn't get? You did not get my live show on Friday where for over an hour I broke down hours one and two with some like-minded individuals of the Izzy Amin beef. You can check that out, folks. But we're back. We're back at full force. Ty, he's penitent. He's been forgiven, I guess. Brian's back. We're all here, folks. And Nasty Nate's here, too, ladies and gentlemen. I am good to go, ready to roll. Just a couple weeks removed from hernia surgery. Feeling a little bit better. Had a had a little bit of a maybe moved a little bit too fast. Felt like a tweak, but think I'm I'm continuing to round a corner. But have we got some show for you? Did you get your yeah. erections back? <laughs> they are full force, Brian. Woo! Just oh gosh, that's me right there in the bedroom. Oh gosh! Nathan hanging dong. Let's go. Nice. Speaking of dong, dong talk. I've been surprised because this is what I've said for those of you about the Izzy and Amin beef. I believed they would reveal that it was a bit right away because that's what I think. And here comes Dan writing back in Monday show, quiet, nothing. Tuesday show. Quiet, nothing. Meanwhile, on the Twitter, for almost every single Sui category out there, you read the comments, where's Thursday's Izzy and Amin beef? That should be a contender for best mistake or um, most awkward moment or even best song. Who knows why? But nothing. Then today, a little mention from old Dan Lebetard. One Dan Lebetard saying, people saying I got to keep talking to people about a meme. What happened on Thursday? And still, no revelation. I've already shared my thoughts. But Brian, Ty, what do you guys think about the Thursday beef last week? Was it a bit? Was it real? Well, Ty has some very interesting evidence to bring forward about if this was actually real or if it was artificial before he gets that off i'll say if everything's a bit nothing's a bit and if the sole purpose of a bit is to introduce something fresh new and hilarious to a situation and that doesn't happen then is it indeed a bit it can be so, a bad bit eh, then it's not a bit because bad bits shouldn't be bad bits bad bits are just bad show oh, i got bad bits brian let me tell you there you go i was i was so out listen i'll clear the floor one four flat iso i'll give it the tie but i just want you to know there might be something brewing between those two fellas of the Amin and the... Accidentally the fired Izzy, off the long one there. In the Izzy persuasion. Damn, I had to hold my breath. That was hard. 
All right, Ty, let us know what you got. What's your thoughts? Wow. Okay. What an introduction back after five months off. Let me just say, loving, loving the new setup you guys got here. Um, Okay. So Nathan, you were on record as saying it was a bit and I respect Mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, I have not just been sitting on my hands while being suspended. I have still been putting in the work and I have been, you know, let's just say working behind the scenes to get some sources inside the show more than what I had last time. And I can say comfortably talking to my sources, that was not a bit. That is some longstanding drama between two people who happen to orbit the same universe, but genuinely do not like each other. What it comes down to is they do not like each other. They have never liked each other. Even going back to their ESPN days, they used to be cordial in a professional manner. Um, Working at ESPN, for the most part, demands that. But here in the structure of Meadowlark, where Amin is a Meadowlark employee, Izzy's not even a Meadowlark employee, by the way. He just came in and did did Dan a favor. Um, What a good guy for doing that. Thanks, Izzy. Yeah, I mean, listen... And this whole situation is very uncomfortable because Izzy is a friend of this show. He's He's been on these airwaves. He has sobbed on these airwaves. He called me an asshole because I made him cry. Like, I liked Izzy. I still like Izzy. Well, I, careful there because you said it past tense there. I you know, almost stepped in it. I know. And I just, I don't want to do this because I, because I, I do genuinely like Izzy. I like him mean. But this whole beef was so out of character that it took not only me, the audience, and even some show members by surprise. And that's why I had to do some digging behind the scenes, talk to various sources in the show. And they are saying, um, yeah, no, that's that's not a bit. The show, the show sometimes does bits that fall flat. This was, this was something different. And we've it, seen them. We've seen the fall in flat bits because not only are they quickly skipped over, they don't drag on for the entirety of an, a whole day's worth of show. This bit was mm-hmm. so... This bit was such... A, it's kind of like when you go, you know what? I'll fake fight that person just to kind of start a kerfuffle, but you really don't like them. So instead of actually holding your punches back when you go to punch them, you hit them with full force. Because guess what? This is your first opportunity to... Izzy meant what he... He meant it when he said, Amin has never been more popular than when they were both at ESPN doing their show. He meant that shit. The oh vitriol... Oh my God. What? Exactly. And when it was happening, if you looked on the faces of those mission control, AKA shipping container folks, those weren't faces of, hey, I'm ready to kind of move with this. That was, this is kind of awkward, especially Lucy. Yeah. Lucy knows, hey, this is old show. I'm, I don't really know what's going on, but I, I get it. I see how this fits. She was, let's Lucy all take Tooth a knows deep the truth. breath. Yeah. Oh, my damn. Oh, my damn. And moreover, typically when the show runs a bit, you can tell that there are attempts at comedy in there. There are attempts at jokes. Show me where the attempt at humor was in this. If the whole point of the bit 
was to just do something different than sure mission accomplished but that's not the ethos of the show the show is supposed to be lighthearted and funny they don't typically go out of their way to create these awkward moments they fumble into them nathan your thoughts how was that wasn't that pretty comical right there you guys could not be further you come on here I do this emergency episode, then both of you come on here and go, it's not a bit. When I've already proven it's a bit. You talk about sources, Ty. Let me tell you what. Everyone here knows my sources of the Cesta Cyclones run deep. Nobody out here is more connected than me, bro. And I got sources as well that told me it was a bit. I've I've already laid out all this evidence. You guys are out here, oh, oh. Does a bit does not have to be funny? Again, when they did this back in 2016 after the Super Bowl with Amin walking off, ESPN's official comment was that it was a bit, that it was all done in fun. That was what that was what the official comment of what ESPN was. What do you expect ESPN to say back then? What do you expect ESPN to say? They don't typically address comments like, "Oh, it was a bit, it was a joke." When have you ever heard ESPN say like? Ah, guys, we were we were goofing. They did address we did it, a gag though. when when asked a comment. ESPN said it turns out it was something that was all done in fun. That's PR, baby. That's PR. Yeah, then. there was PR for them because it got a bunch of hits. If you Google Izzy and Amin, guess what comes up? That interaction on YouTube. That's like the first thing that comes up. So it's one of the biggest things their show's ever done. So you want to find it? You find that. That interaction is what comes up. That's what that's what lasts from that. So All right, Nathan, Nathan, the, let me let me let me let me pose you a question. Do you remember before this and then the incident back at ESPN, do you remember one meaningful interaction between Izzy and Amin in the years between? Any of them? No, you don't. You no, wanna know but why? What is that, what does because, that have to do with Because anything? they seldom work together. Even when they were at ESPN, they ran in the same universe. They could have done HQ together. They could have done Levitar together when he was still on ESPN. They could have done anything since they moved from ESPN. This is the first time. There's a reason you don't see these two together. It's because they've been separated. They've been separated because there is legitimate bad blood there. These are two personalities theory that not, do not, not mesh. Theory not based in evidence just that's just a hypothetical that you're putting out there again how many times hold up how many times in the time after does the show have multiple co-hosts on in the espn time frame the format was we have our one co-host mina kimes is in there it wasn't mina and pablo joining us today at the same time frequently it wasn't amin and pablo joining us together frequently no see you're is he wasn't even that frequent of a person who was part of the show are forgetting all the times where amin just inexplicably was in miami he was just hanging out down there when he still worked for espn never overlapped hq they constantly rotated guests in there guess what never overlapped there's a reason look just look at for someone who absorbs so much social energy from these people in the Levitar universe. You see Amin and Dominique, you see Amin and Pablo, you see Amin and Juju, you see Amin and Charlotte Wilder before the show, but you see Amin and you see you see Amin with everybody. You see Amin hobnobbing with everyone. You know who you don't see him hobnobbing with? 
the person he should be hobnobbing with because he's kind of known him longer than most of the people on the show, but instead he chooses not to. That's not a bit, bro. This is a this is listen for people who have friends. This is friend A. Don't fuck with friend G. And there ain't nothing y'all can do about friend it. Friend G. I mean, and what a, about friend P bro, or friend bro, Q? Listen, there? when you when you become an adult, you cut back and you don't fuck with like friend P's. But at this point, you realize, listen, we ain't fi- we ain't changing the mind of friend A. We ain't changing the mind of friend G. They respect us enough to know y'all keep that shit to a kill. That's not what I mean to say, but y'all know what I meant. That y'all keep that so, shit to a to a uh, when we're around each other. But if left alone to their own devices, we know what can happen. If you're a popular Ravage. person, you've got multiple friend groups. And when you have like a birthday party or a gathering, New Year's party, Super Bowl Watts party, you invite all these people from different groups. Invariably, you're going to get people that class. They don't get along. But the, the general bond of you keeps them there, generally being respectful, cordial, not wanting to cause a stir. Now, add in doing something because of a death, right? Yeah. Funerals, weddings, um, these moments of of either high jubilation or where, terrible where sadness this? This causes like... people to say, you know what? I know I don't like him, but I'll put up with him because guess what? My homie needs me. A mean new Dan needed him. Izzy knew Dan needed him, but they clearly so then knew we'll completely, they couldn't we'll, stand each other. We'll put up with each other and then we'll completely fall apart. So is that we'll human emotion is a prideful beast? That's human emotion, man. Explode in no, it's all a bit, guys. I've already been over this. I mean, these are not genuine reactions to. Again, you guys mentioned that Amin was more popular when he was doing a podcast with me. One, that's it's just a false statement because that was like Amin's early days. He's clearly bigger than when he was with Amin and. You're, Izzy. They're you're, both you're mis- bigger than that. Nathan, and you're that misunderstanding up, the answer. No, 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 nasty Nate. You've had no, enough no. time. I've been oh out for five man. months. I need to talk now. Oh my god. What? Not genuine reaction. You're not you don't understanding say that in response to that. You're not understanding the insult that Izzy is hurling at Amin. You're viewing it as a factual wanna- thing. What? Izzy is saying, bitch, you were riding my coattails, and that's the only reason anyone knew your name. That's the insult. Nasty Nate doesn't understand how an insult works. What the fuck? Clearly, or toilet paper. Dude, okay, that's, again, that's a, again, a serious insult. And so when does this happen? Hours one and two. When the show could easily just say, hey, we're going to dump that and go again and not let that go over our airways. But instead, they do this. Oh, my God. And they play into it when their coworkers... They're all. They're just gonna allow these two to hurl these insults, Nathan, and all, Nathan, this is all they'll do. Nathan, oh my damn! When has the show ever dumped content that wasn't good? They've put out a bunch of shit over the airwaves the past year. Dan they would admit it was a load of shit. They have an award show based around yes. bullshit. In that moment, they're thinking, "Oh, you know, this is this is going to turn into something. It's awkward, but you know, they, these two guys—they're they're professionals. They get what we're doing here. They'll they'll move it along and they'll they'll make uh, lemonade out of out of this. And it just wasn't. It wasn't because they so never then, did. So then, Izzy's, I mean, his character then, because you guys are aware he's out there like DMing people." According to the Reddit and several Reddit users DMing people, it was a bit who. Cool. What do you want? What do you expect him to say? 
He don't want to be viewed as a dick. So you expect him, how about not reply at all and just move on? So instead lie and have it be revealed that you're out there just lying to everyone? That's that's what we think. The point of a DM is to be private. You're not expecting someone to go and post that to Reddit, presumably. Like... He didn't, so he, didn't, he, he, didn't add him in, time, he didn't add him in his mentions. He didn't add him in his mentions. He lying to individual people. Yeah, some people are just wired like that. Listen, wow. if we want to get to the bottom of this, Izzy, friend of the show, come back on. Tell us Simple. exactly what happened. And then Amin, come on after to tell your side. Yes. And let's yeah. get Simple. to the bottom of this. I don't want to hear from Nasty Nate about the fate of these two greats. All right. I want to hear it from them. So that we ain't got to worry about this little twisted web. Because Nathan is operating under the guidelines of perfect people. But no one's perfect people. So I don't get how you don't understand the ego part of this. The human condition part of this. We are men. We are weak. We are feeble. We are determined to be programmed by our ego. And listen, these two... Amin got one of the biggest egos in the game. And Izzy, he got abs. So... (laughs) Abs equals ego. (laughs) well speaking of getting people together that get along well have you guys been able to check out some of the sneak peeks of pablo torre finds out because for me personally you guys i'm really excited about this show the two sneak peeks i mean back to back dan pablo mina for 45 minutes like just inject that into my veins right now super excited for that show the sneak peeks have been amazing, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, I caught I, I caught it today, uh, today's episode. Um, it's dope. I, I like I said, I like any vehicle Pablo's driving, um, theoretically, not literally. And Mina's I mean, always maybe a gem, maybe drives so a nice car. I don't know. I don't think Pablo's that good of a driver. He strikes me as a type where he likes public transportation because of his whoa uh, supercharge it. No, because he, he smokes a lot of weed. Weed, weed smokers aren't good drivers. He's a safe driver. Listen, don't do that. Um, and Mina's obviously a gem whenever we can get some of her. Um, she's, listen, she's always a, a sight for sore eyes. And Dan is, Dan, when he's in a room with people he respects intellectually, we get the Dan we've all fell in love with. And Dan works. And the show works because they work in unison. So when you don't have Dan, you just got a bunch of dumbasses. And we can go anywhere for a bunch of dumbasses. So we you need them to for work a bunch together. of dumbasses. And uh, I like it. I like it. How about you, Ty? You uh, check it out yet? I have not had a chance to check it out yet. Um, but I can say I have liked the bits of Pablo that I have heard since he's been introduced to Metal Arc. Um, I don't know if I just missed this or not. I did not realize until he came to Metal Arc that Pablo was so big into like weed and stoner culture. Was that a revelation to everybody or or is that like a known thing? Because I did not realize he had that as part like a big part of his personality. I didn't know until the Metal Arc because remember in ESPN you don't have those spaces where you get yeah. to kind of know about a person and like it wasn't Stugat's until i started least, catching like, hinted around it you know like, he, yeah, yeah it was it was the stugat jokes mm-hmm. that made me go oh let me find out pablo i thought you were just filipino <laughs> yep i mean i i didn't know until metal arc either so like that so. that honestly gives me a new perspective on him and i'm wondering you know how that's going to translate to the show like is he going to be 
Joe Roganing us where he's just like actively just <laughs> openly smoking on camera for this podcast? Like, I don't know. That'd be that'd be kind of a sight to I see. Don't that'd think be a trip. Gonna, I don't think it's gonna go that far because it's still DraftKings and DraftKings has shown that uh they want to at least keep things some level of above board that they're probably not gonna have people openly like smoking on the show. Gambling is okay, but smoking weed is not. That's a strange I mean, line to they draw have in the their, sand. They have their list of words to do not say. The show the show is went through a phase where there were times where they didn't care about the F word. Now DraftKings has their network and they care about it. So if they're gonna care about what they're gonna do around like swearing, they're probably gonna care about someone just openly smoking a joint on the show or doing a bong rip. I would kill to see Pablo do a bong rip. You have no idea. My mental which image cannot of even... The back, or which member of NSYNC would you kill to see Pablo do Don't say Chris. a bong rip? Chris Kirkpatrick. So yourself? Yes. And Brian simultaneously. Dark. Brian, Let, like let's a... address the elephant. Let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, we're currently paying off our <laughs> grid of death punishment grid of from last. Oops. Uh, <laughs> supercharge that. Grid of my... <laughs> I don't know what this supercharge shit is. You gotta Stop listen it. to Cinephobe, uh, man. I don't. What is what's Cinephobe? Nathan. Cinephobe is a podcast where Amino Hassan, Zach Harper, and Anthony Maine, Anthony Maine, <laughs> Anthony <Fine>. Mays, <laughs> Kenny Maine. Ass on. Yeah, ascertain poorly mm. rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes to see whether they're accurately poorly rated or they didn't get a fair shake. Find it wherever you get podcasts. So last year we had the Grid of Moss, where we took part in Grid of Death-like punishments and pageantry to play along with the show. And one of the punishments we had to face together as a group, Ty and myself, was NSYNC members. Uh, as faith would have it, we both decided to dress up as Chris wow. Kirkpatrick. Different um, eras, Vader, I'm thinking. Is that Vader faith would have it there, Brian? You guys just both big believers in Chris Kirkpatrick? Oh, yeah. Now I know. See, the whole time I thought Brian's holding his hand up to the camera, the whole time he was doing that, I thought he was doing like the miming of a a gun pointed at Ty like he's being That's forced so to apologize and other things. <laughs> Supercharged so that. My God. That's so racist. You know the meme of like someone's pointing a gun at somebody like this is forced? No, I don't watch Fox News. Speaking Damn. of Fox though, we all know the sound, right? Dun, da, da, dun. Wait, hold on. I'm a solid two Wait. Um Fox. Do we all know this? What is the Fox football theme? Fox Sports Songs, CBS Sports Songs, ESPN Monday Night. They don't got no songs. They trash. Football is back, baby. It is back. We are here in full effect. Let's talk football. 
out the gate biggest impression so far from offseason to preseason to week one just sum it up in one sentence nathan go 10 words or less oblong ball is where this oblong ball i'm very tempted to buy an oilers jersey boys nice that's right tennessee titans which they asked on some podcast somewhere they asked should the titans yes they should because they were the tennessee oilers at some point houston texans get out of here i would have been torn if when they brought houston back if they would have had them be the houston oilers i think i would be a houston oilers fan because it's like okay that is technically my original franchise actually i don't know i'm torn i why am i debating this hypothetical oilers jerseys they're back very tempted to somehow like convince or drop a bunch of hints that for Christmas, maybe I can get somebody to get me a Derrick Henry Oilers Jersey. Cause I've, I've got, I still have my Eddie George Jersey sad. I, I at one point I had a air McNair Oilers Jersey. But I, just, I wore that out. Yep. Shout out to Derek and Mason. All right. Ty. Oh, sorry, Nathan. I'm good. But, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Uh, all right. I'll long good. ball. 10 words or less. Sum up the entire offseason plus preseason. Go. I have not paid attention to anything this offseason. Offseason? Is that a hyphenated word? Bruh. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. No, I've I I I have had so little time to actually like sit down and look at football. I genuinely am the most ignorant going into a football season that I have ever been in my adult life. And part of that is thrilling because I feel like I'm in for a ton of ton of surprises. This is, I'm going to be playing the game that they play in the preseason of like, Oh, this player is where now this player is there. I'm going to be doing that for 17 straight weeks, 18 weeks, 18 weeks. 18 weeks, 18 straight weeks. Yeah. What's crazy, Ty, is Aaron Rodgers doesn't even play football anymore. He's just a country singer. Really? Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. How about you, Brian? Cowboys Super Bowl. <laughs> no, but all joking aside. Isn't Super Bowl um, two words? Yeah, two no, words? because it's... it's it's a um, cowboy it's, uh, Super Bowl. No, nah, that's it's not how it works because it, it's a pro synonym. That's not how it works. Um, a pro synonym for the I first. I don't time, think those two words go together. <laughs> for the first time since 2014, before the season starts, on paper, the Cowboys have the best team that they've had since then. So I'm excited to see what happens because we all know the stat. Maybe you don't, but maybe you do. There's only been one quarterback to win a Super Bowl at year eight or beyond with the team that drafted him. And that was Peyton Manning. So Tom that, Brady. No, he won his before that fool. He won his I'm, first wait, one on, before. On, eight. On. There's only been one quarterback made, uh-huh. to win his first Super Bowl with the team that drafted him at year eight or beyond. And that was Peyton Manning with the Colts. Okay. So you're, they can't have won before then. For that hey, what, stat to yes. count. So Tom because Brady you is eliminated done, because he won before. Because if you have eight years, you haven't done shit. You're not going to do shit historically. That, thank you. Thank you. Do you see, Ty? I missed you because you like you cut through the fat. You're like, you're like, mm, 
Razor lasers. All right, so listen. You're my at this brother. point, if <laughs> if Dak <laughs> don't do it this year, there's a good chance he ain't doing it with the Cowboys. So that obviously leaves doors open for down the line talks with I don't know a Mister Trade Lance. Who knows? Who knows what happens three years from now? Listen, things crazier things have happened in the NFL. Just saying. Just saying. So I'm excited for this season. I'm excited for what's going to happen in New York with the Jets, baby. I just, Aaron Rodgers, is he pouring on a little bit too thick? I think he's a little corny right now. But um, I'm excited for this football season. I'm glad it's back, baby. Yo, players are dying all over the place in the preseason. Y'all seeing this? Mm, players Pardon? dying? They, there was two games that got postponed and suspended because of player injuries. But they didn't die, bro. <laughs> died, fool. You know what I mean? Well, I Demar, don't think Demar you can Hamlin make that two joke and three. After last year, where someone literally died on the field and was revived. Do it again. Now... Do it again. Dude, Demar Hamlin <laughs> get resurrected again. Thoughts and prayers your way, Demar. Heard you made the Shout team. Congratulations. He kind of had to, right? He kind of had to, right? I mean, no, he did not kind of have to. He kind of had to. The the Buffalo Bills, is this not a Ryan Shazier situation here where they made Ryan Shazier, uh, they, they they honored his salary, and then they made him like a, a team spokesperson, and they gave him like a job? Yeah. Like, this is one of those situations here, right? Except, no, except he's, he's actually playing. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he ain't. Roger Goodell hit up. Yo. Listen, I know I work for y'all. I'm going to tell you how it went. It went, Bills, man. I know I work for you, but let me tell you something. You got to make sure this dude make the team, and you got to put him in a situation to succeed. Because if we can turn this into a flip, then guess what? Profit. Click. That's exactly how that call went. That 30 for 30 is going to be fucking crazy if they win the Super Bowl. Insane. Hmm. But they won't because they'll lose to the Cowboys in a Super Bowl. Nathan, do you still hate uh, hate Buffalo? I remember that distinctly from last year. You hated Buffalo and Josh Allen. Are you still on that uh, on that train? Or no? Was that was that Brian? No, that was Brian. That that was Brian. Brian was not all, the... not all black people look alike, Ty. To my knowledge, Nathan's <laughs> not black. Well, Nathan was supposed to say you're my brother. You're you're my brother, <laughs> Brian. Then I'll pose that question to you because it was yeah. You. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is still. Well, no, actually, because of how his season flamed out last year, I feel like more in the word on the street, and Stu even confirmed, mind you, I've been saying this since last season, me and Billy, we were both together on this in unison, but Stu got confirmed it. The word to the wall in the streets on Bill's world, in the world of street in the Bills, land, Buffalo, there you go. Hey, they're worried about Josh Allen. The time is ticking. Okay, yeah. so so that's a yes then. You are still on that train. But it's 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 less irrational because I'm not alone in it. I know I'm not alone in it now. I don't and know. He I don't know if do Stugatz being your ally makes you less uh, less irrational. Famously. Well, what about me? What about me, Ty? Because you know what, we gave Brian a hard time last year about his Josh Allen take. That's true. But ultimately. 
was Brian all that wrong, ladies and gentlemen? Sure, he was dead wrong on the statistics, way off about how many turnovers. Yeah. Just absolutely ridiculous, never going to be close numbers. But was it really about the numbers, or was it about the gist of the take, the general feeling of it? And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you Brian was right, and he's right to say tick, tick, tick. The clock is ticking, Josh Allen, because as we all know, year eight, no quarterback has won a Super Bowl after year eight with the team with which they drafted them if they didn't win it before. So if you're thinking, wait, Nathan, what about Tom Brady? No, he won it before year eight. So tick, 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 Josh Allen. Except for Peyton Manning. Yeah, except for Peyton Manning. But he doesn't count because that was rigged. It was rigged, and his his second one, he didn't actually win that. Like they they carried his dead corpse over the finish line. So hey, he got that first down. He got that first down. We all remember that one pass where he threw his whole shoulder into it. Half a Super Bowl ring for Peyton Manning in my personal record book. Damn. Damn. You know what's in my personal record book? What was that, Brian? What, Brian? My favorite. Nominees for this year's Suey Awards. Suey's. Suey's. I love them. They're back. They're back. Should we play a game this year? Should we each pick our favorite nominee from each category and see who ends up knowing the show, getting the show the most when it's all said and done? But they've already started. They've already started releasing the Sueys. No, but no, he's saying like, oh, who's going to? Oh, I see. I see. Okay, Uh, that's that's more knowing the audience. But sure, sure, why not? The audience is the show. The show does it for the audience. It's one in the. It's simpatico, bro. All right, I feel that. I feel that. We can do that. Nathan, put it together. A Suey pool. A pool of Suey. A survivor pool. A souv- I like it. I like it. What's your guys' favorite Suey category so far? Not only this year, but obviously they keep the same ones every year. Sometimes adding in some new ones. But what's your guys' favorite Suey category overall? Always awkward moment. The show lives in those awkward moments. And my God, there were some good awkward moments from this past year. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I've always been a big fan of... The show songs, and as everyone knows, of course, the big game won last year, that Suey, although for some reason the show has not announced it. They haven't addressed it, so I don't know what bit they're doing there, but the big game definitely won the suit, that Suey last year, so I do like that category, although this year, I'm just going to say the it's... Say it, Nathan. The say show it. songs say it, not Nasty that Nathan. good, not that good. Um... Is that a I shot will at Andrew Streeter? Look, Andrew Streeter is way more talented than I'll ever be. What he does with show songs, they're they're really good. But I'll also say, like, one, he does a fantastic job with because Miami, the local hour there. But they're just they don't hit the same in terms of the talent is clear. They just don't hit the same as classic shot. Songs, classic so 
Show show shongs? Classic schlongs? Show shongs? Show songs. Shongs. Who do y'all think has the biggest penis on the show? Wow. Mm, Sounds like a a question for Nasty Nate. I mean, you're nasty. You guys, I've been here the whole time, and the audience has told me that I'm going to take the juju out here. It's clear that they... People don't want the the pee pee and the poo poo talk, but they they love nasty Nate. So <laughs> I think what you're what you're trying to what you're trying to surmise is songs for the main show. It's it's kind of like when people participate in karaoke but can actually sing. It's less impressive because what we want is a bit of the train wreck. We mm-hmm. want we want. The Jeremy Taché attempt at, is it, what was it, Puddle of Mud? What was it, Three Doors Down? What was that song? Nick, nickel, eh, nickelback. nickelback. There you go. Oh, you remind me. Um, damn. Okay. Um, we th- People want the Taylor, um, Jalen Brunson joint. Like, you there want those because of how bad they are. Andrew Streeter's noise, it's kind of like Bruno Mars. Some people say He's Bruno noise. Mars is... <laughs> Bruno, God damn. Some people say... <laughs> Some people say Bruno Mars's songs are too clean. They're not dirty enough, not nasty enough, not like in terms of the content, but in terms of how they're actually created. They're too master to clarity. That's kind of like Andrew Streeter. You know you're going to get high quality. You know you're going to get a nice syllable count, an amazing hook. Everything's going to be perfect, but we're not here for the perfect. We're here for the, the doo-doo. The suey. Uh, I got I got to take while we're while we're talking about music. Um I'm on the record previously having, you know, gone after Taylor Swift saying Taylor. Write about Whoa. something write about something new. Write about something different. We know you got boyfriends, we know you go on dates. Talk about something different, you know. Write a different song. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put forward that same advice to one Yeti Blanc. Yeti we know you, we know you're close to Greg Cody, Chris Cody. Write about something new. Write about something else. There are other members of the show. Other shit happens. You'll need to be riding Greg Cody's jock all that much. I miss you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, wow. write, write, get yeah. some new material. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. New material. Try something new. I don't know. Who am I? That's like Clay Thompson with the. Right, it was cute the first time, but the fourth time, not so much. You know, it's tired. It's played. We get it. You wrote a song about his garage. Uh, cool, whatever. You're gonna do one for every one of his sayings. Every time the man and falls you down know the- it. Every time the man farts, right. you're gonna write a new ballad about it. Hello. Just something new. Baby. Something different. That kind of thing. Stay low. Stay low. Huh. Speaking of staying low, have you guys been following the discourse with one Noah Noah Lyles in the rest of the world of basketball? Boy, yeah. have I, Brian. So for those who don't know, Noah Lyles is the US Usain Bolt. I say that to say there's really only one Usain Bolt, but I get it. Well, he's the winner of the 100, the 200, and the 
a member of the four hundred four four by four by one hundred. No I don't clue. know. I don't know. The, I don't. I stopped counting after two hundred. I don't He's know. He's a running so, god. Just say that that guy. But with the running god also comes the running gob. He talks a lot, and we know the sports of track, track and field. They don't get the spotlight often. They get it every four years with the Olympics. And then they get them, you know, with things like the Summer Olympics and the World Championships and things like that. Or he went out saying that one. He went out saying he he was he was he made it seem like he was forced to watch the NBA championship, the finals. And he saw these guys wearing hats that donned, which is weird because I, I didn't see it. But I'm, I'm loading it. I, I shouldn't do that. He saw hats donning the phrase world champions. And he had a problem with that because. Obviously, the NBA is a national league. What is your guys' thoughts, not only on the take, because once again, I feel a certain way about the take, but on the notion that just because you win an NBA Finals championship, you might not be the best team in the world. So I happen to 100% agree with him and Mike Ryan, for that matter. Um, It's so myopic to play in the nba the strongest league in the world and then call yourself the world champions when you haven't played clubs from outside your league there's no official protocol or tournament to determine the actual world champion if you go and you beat the best team from france from turkey from lithuania from brazil wherever japan china if you go and beat the best teams from those leagues in like an established format then sure call yourselves world champions but like you know, how how high on our own supply are we that by thinking like, oh, we won our league, that automatically makes us the best in the world. Even though factually, it's probably true, it's still just, it's a douchey thing to say. Because it's technically not true. It may be true if you played it out, but we don't know that for certain. Upsets happen, less so in basketball at that level, but... Uh, example on the on the international stage, um, Latvia upset France in one of the biggest upsets in international men's basketball in the European Championships. Like that shit happens. We don't coronate teams until they Whoa. actually play. Like I'm just, I'm just saying, like at least play the game. Let's establish Are you something. Sure about that? Are you sure? About how about that, Nathan? Nathan? How about okay. how about you commit to your take, Ty? Instead of, oh, probably, probably, he's definitely wrong. That's what, because you want to know what? The NBA is where the best players in the world go. Is old Wimby still kicking it in Paris? No. He's down in the San Antonio, where the vibes are hot and people are looking forward to what the Spurs are doing. Because if you want to be the best, you come to the NBA. So, yeah, it is the world's champ. Because there are is... so many good players who no, don't who the don't world champ. make uh-uh. an NBA roster oh, because there's oh, limited spots. If you put all of those club teams that they're on in a tournament, I think you might be maybe surprised. Maybe they'll be the G League team. Maybe, just maybe. I think you might be surprised. Ty, That's all I'm saying. We've the, got the, US, our... the U.S. men's national team on paper should never lose a game by your logic. Dude, who's out there right now? We got Anthony Edwards as our we alpha and you, Austin Ty. Reeves. We got Anthony Edwards and Austin Reeves, and they're out there. Have they lost a game yet? They've played three and games. Th- is that the best? Is that the best that the U.S. has to offer? Anthony Edwards and Austin Reeves is getting it done out there? What a joke. What a joke. 
They, so awful, what if they don't win? We all know it's the B League team that's out there. Not even B League. This is like D League team, and they're still kicking butt. And also, the NBA has never referred to its champ eighties. So I've so this concept of just it's just it's, it was an out of place way to kind of send a shot at someone who was minding their business. I've never seen LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James say after they won a finals, world champions, baby. I've never seen it. And I'm old. So if I am older than Noah Lyles. So if I've never seen it, have y'all seen it? Let's go. I so agree with you, Brian. For him to just be like, to me, he had an opportunity to do something at that moment. Because you don't get a lot of moments as a sprinter on the world stage to say something like that. And he could have said a lot of things. Hell, I thought it was more interesting that he said he loves America sometimes. Well, what, what are those times? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, Noah Lyles. But no, because mm -hmm. all you like to do is run run your mouth about your fellow brothers who are sitting here trying to do what they can in a league that they holding up on their own the best the league black, the blackest league in the world of leagues World's and best. he wanted to attack them like if he said that about football I'd be like yeah damn right tom brady ain't the world champion they ain't never hey look at boxers boxers are crowned world champions all the time do they fight the motherfucker who's boxing in brooklyn or the motherfucker who's boxing in mississippi they ain't fight everyone in the world but they're world champions so nba basketball teams have to play all the teams in all the countries ever to fuck out of here brian i just want you to know that for the first half of that argument you were arguing on my side only to turn around and do the Stugats and come out on the complete opposite end. <laughs> Masterclass Because I was so convincing, Truly. Ty. No, Ty, what happened was you came on and was like, oh, I agree. You you came out strong. I agree with him. And then you started, you, he could sense your weakness when you're like, oh, he's probably right. He's most likely right. He's definitely wrong. That's what I'll tell you without a shadow of the doubt. Okay. The NBA is the world's best league. They are the world champs when they win because it's the world best players playing in the world's best league. If you Here's have not easy. played any teams outside of your league, you Toronto are not allowed to Raptors. claim. Toronto Raptors. Did the your... Denver Nuggets? Did the Denver Nuggets play the Toronto Raptors? World. Same league, bro. I don't gotta get shot to know it hurts. Where is this idea that they gotta play a team in fucking New Zealand? Because it's sports. God in... damn it! They do it in every like other. Race. They do it in nah, every other nah. sport. Now, listen, you Every ain't other been sport. this Ty, you ain't been this wrong since Nathan was wrong about it being a bit. Whoa, look, you know what, you guys? It's ridiculous how both of you guys coming up in here after I already proved it on this show. The Levitard Show follows me now, guys. Did you know that? They follow me because I posted that little dream sequence video saying, it's all just a bit. Welcome to they the fucking show. They've been Is following, following me for eight me? months, Nathan. I'm glad that you got here, okay? Hey, guess what? Way to arrive late, Amin Minima. 
Way to show up eventually. But guess what? You don't show up to the party eventually and talk about why there ain't no chips. I've been grinding out here in this Twitter space with the Dan Levitard Show. It's about time they followed me with everything I'm doing. All the Sesta Cyclones content that I've been creating for them. Are they ever going to turn a profit on this team? Only if my content keeps driving eyes to it. That's the side jokes. War Warriors, baby. We riding with Udonis, all right? You listen to Athletics. You listen to Athletics. I'm with the people that got heart. Oh, my gosh. So you're not even Sesta, Team Sesta. Anyway, it was a bit, but was not a bit is the Sesta Cyclones are back. They're bad. Everyone, let's take a deep breath. Let's calm down. No, right, too much hostility. Too much hostility. First time back in five months. I don't. I don't need this negative energy. The audience doesn't need this negative energy. They already got enough negative energy from Amin and Izzy, which was not a goddamn bit. Nathan, let them know. Let them know. Don't let Nathan off the hook. He's supposed to be nasty, and you're over here trying to get the most safe, calm, most, most, most neurotic, safe baby butt little answer. Oh, it was a bit. It was a bit. Cause they said it was a bit. What were they supposed to say? Huh? 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 It wasn't a bit. Word to Chris Kirkpatrick. Nathan, that sound that you're playing is you suckling on the show's teat. Boom! Dookie ball. And I'll suckle all day, Ty, because I am the number one fan. Give me that good, nutritious Levitard show and give me more of the guys who do things like be creative and do bits that don't just make you laugh, but do bits that put you on the edge of your seat and make you wonder what's happening here and get you engaged in a different way and do a bit that what's it going to do? It's going to create debate and argument about if it's a bit, which also just extends the engagement. No, no, no. You're out of your damn we, mind, so, okay. Nathan. How can the you show say that even famously say loves bit. debate television? Famously all, loves it. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Are you fucking stupid? You take over for five months, and all of a sudden you think you know the ins and outs of this show? It's bullshit. I'm done. I'm done. Fuck this shit. Oh, my damn. That's right. That makes me the winner. Oh my damn. Oh, and by the way, did you guys catch a means amazing joke when Dan did bring up what happened on Thursday? Izzy didn't have to fly in. It works both ways, people. Whether you think it's not a bit. You're like, Amin still holds a grudge. He didn't want Izzy to come in. Or if you think it was a bit, it's a funny joke pointing out that Izzy didn't have to fly in because he lives in Miami.